Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome to the Dodgers Nation post-game show after the Dodgers beat the Braves. A final score of 8-1. to one. It is Bobby's world. Bobby Miller gets a win in his Dodgers in his big league debut. He was outstanding. Tonight, we're going to break down his entire outing. Give me all your takes on Bobby Miller. Hey, baby Bueller did the damn thing. Yeah. And as always, we are home with Dodgers. You are home with Dodgers Nation and Jim Beam. Please drink responsibly. Ding. So. Yeah, ging, and as always, hey, we got a post-game show. I have a special guest, a special guest, a special post-game show. I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Clint Pasillas. Clint. It's the post-game slash Blue Heaven collab, even though it's the same thing we always do, but it's a special day because we got Bobby Miller shoving for the Dodgers only through five innings, could have gone more. Thank you, random hand, for grabbing stuff off the (laughs) desk. Great. Great freaking great day to be a Dodger fan. It really was, especially after last night. Gavin Stowe makes his second big league start. Didn't look as great. I think he still gutted out some innings. But yeah. tonight is the start of a guy that is your top pitching prospect, a guy that has all the hype surrounding. And if he has his stuff in Oklahoma City, they better ship it to L.A. because he's not going back there anytime <laughs> soon. I think Bobby Miller Hey-o. is a guy you have to go all in with at this point. And he was fantastic. And it's not like he was just dominating hitters all night long. You had runners on base. He was pitching around guys. This tonight, six fastballs, 100 miles per hour or more 28 99 or more so this guy has serious gats you see the top end stuff and yeah it was just such an impressive debut a night dodger fans won't forget a night that the miller family absolutely won't forget but let us know down below in the comments section give us all your takes from bobby miller's big league debut throw out those grades too i think we're gonna see a lot of b's lots of a's hopefully a lot of a pluses because i think he was outstanding but uh i mean at this point it's an a plus start because it's what the dodgers needed somebody to pitch into the fifth inning and complete a fifth inning not another three not another three and a third wasn't four innings it was five innings and he looked damn good doing it uh, doing it too and he could have gone six pretty damn easily i'm i'm disappointed i was really hoping they'd give him one more run through just to get to uh ozuna from the braves and let him wear 99 to the ribs that's what i would like to see that's a good way to endear yourself even more to the fan base However, we know that's not how these Dodgers operate, and I respect them uh, very greatly for that as well. Yeah, no, that would definitely be that would make him even that much more popular in that Dodgers clubhouse tonight, giving Ozuna some chin music. But like you said, that's not what this Dodger team does. They're not going to give into that to Ozuna. We're going to talk about that too. We talked about it yesterday on the show, but yeah, some more thoughts on that because I think if you saw the extension on Ozuna, we almost saw him clip Will Smith once again. At this point, I think point, he did. Didn't he brush him a little bit, a like very on, tiny a, brush, yeah. on a recoil back yeah. from a swing and miss because he can't catch up to Bobby's world? He can. I mean, that's the thing too. I mean, when you're getting swing and miss, and that's kind of the extension. And you're only holding on to the bat with one hand. That's where you're going to see. But yeah, an outstanding performance tonight. Bobby Miller allows just four hits, one earned run, had five punches, had one walk, 95 pitches. So you're already at that 95 pitch mark. I think you're feeling okay about that. But the difference between Bobby Miller tonight and Gavin Stone yesterday, yesterday, Gavin Stone, eight for 20 on first pitch strikes. Tonight, Bobby Miller, 13 for 20, got 10 swings and misses. You just see not only the fastball, but the breaking ball, the changeup. I mean, his strikeouts tonight, four via the, or 
five strikeouts total, two via the four seam, two via the slider, one via the curveball, and you see the limitless potential that this guy has. Calling him Baby Bueller right now. You saw the intimidation on the mound. You saw him <clears throat> look the part, like Jay Hayer was saying, the swagger that he played with. And yeah, I think he's a guy that he's here to stay, and there's no question about that. Yeah, he's one of those guys like like Walker. You call him Baby Bueller. They both uh, were are never ones to be lacking in confidence on the mound. Bueller's bravado is well known and appreciated and respected in the Dodgers clubhouse. It's honestly kind of a joke to them the way he carries himself. But if you can go out there and, and put it on the mound and make it mean something, uh, uh, then it's it's pretty freaking cool to see. And we saw that with Robert Anthony Miller tonight. Fun stuff. And it's uh, it feels like the first time the Dodgers have had like a, a hit pitcher in a while. Yeah, and they need it in the worst way. And not only do they hit on not just any debut, this is a debut against one of the best offensive teams yep. in the sport on the road in a hostile environment. And this is a guy that a couple weeks ago, he wasn't anticipating making his debut. This is a guy that only made four starts at the AAA level. He's only made eight starts at the AAA level in his career. So for him to come up and perform and actually pitch better, this is pretty much his best game of the year. Yep. It happens at the big league level. So yeah. sometimes what I always say is, look, you're never going to know what it's like to face big league hitting until you face big league hitting you have to throw these guys in the fire and see what they have and the special ones clint the light turns on the the brighter the light the better they perform i think bobby miller is one of those guys i remember talking to him i looked him dead in the eye during spring training it was romantic and we had that talk and i asked him a question i was like hey bobby Synergy. what are your goals for this season right and usually you get the cliche answers i want to throw strikes i want to stay healthy i want to take it day by no, day i he love said, what he told you i want to pitch in the postseason i want to win a world series world one series. day yeah, yeah so i mean I want it was, to pitch it was a world a, series. Yeah, yeah it was about a team effort it wasn't about anything any uh solo accolade so hey even a little bit of uh clayton kershaw in there he cares more about the team and the dub than uh you know how many wins he's gonna get dj producer cody what's yo, yo, going yo. on cody how what's you doing happening in dodgers nation we have two super chats oh, let's go let's go oh sorry you gotta dance oh man i remember my first time super chatting so he's we have d max number one fan and he says this is bobby's world we're just living in it it's miller time that's from d max d max did you know you have a number one fan that's a, that's a that's a that's a quote from a previous show I had. I think that's pretty cool. There's a. You guys ever watch Bobby Miller? By the way, I mean Bobby's World is a oh, good great cartoon. Oh, there is literally one. This is D Max number one. Number fan. one, it's his actual number one fan. And then we have DKM 1999. He DKM. says, DKM, thank you so thank much. You. He says, I'm sick and tired of this BS. From what I see, from what I see, somebody tell Andrew stop making faces and to roll the dice and to land Showtime space. If we land on Boardwalk Park Place or Florida Avenue, we are definitely losing Urias. Okay, there's a lot. I, there's I, a lot in there. I, I, <laughs> I, I, there. I'm not gonna I lie think to you, I DKM. found the connective tissue there. He's saying do better. I think. I think that's the summary. Do Ye better, right? Let's find that one again. Yeah, I'm, gonna try, I'm gonna try it because I, I. It seems to be a little off on the stream the way you have it popping yeah. up. But uh, uh, if if I'm reading it or if I'm hearing it the way I'm I'm construing it in my mind, it's like don't waste this season. Don't waste another year of. Um, potential in the year of Kershaw I'll throw that in there for him G go all in Andrew go make some damn moves put your water bottle down take off the robe go make some damn moves go go acquire some hey go free Sandy Alcantara and make him better again <laughs> yeah he, he'd been dookie after winning his uh 
His, uh, I don't know if we'll say he shouldn't have won that Cy Young last year, but I think he deserved it. But I think that's really something you're seeing around Major League Baseball is a lot of guys having that Cy Young hangover. Alcantara is one, Julio's one, Alec Manoa is one. But yeah, and if the statement there is to go all in on this season, I'm definitely for that. But I think, too, at some point, going all in means bringing guys up like Bobby Miller, bringing guys up like Gavin Stone, giving guys like James Outman and Miguel Vargas the opportunity because you need to focus on the core for the future. You want to build a team that the fans can grow with that is the most importantly is cheap, affordable talent. And then you can look at some of the ancillary parts. You can go after some big free agents. And look, let's be honest, too. You're not going to do anything that gets in the way of Shohei Otani. We know that. But but here we go. We got the Rafael Trey Julio to the Angels for Otani. Rafael, well, one, Bruh. I mean, Julio Arias is on a expiring contract, so as Otani would take a boatload of prospects on top of that. <laughs> Two, this organization is not trading away Julio Arias. The optics of that would be absolutely horrendous, especially for a fan base that they see him as the guy that really put this team on his back in the 2020 World Series. And also, too, he's a guy that if they get to the postseason, which I know they will, that's what this franchise does, Breaking. he's a guy that could perform. So I don't see that happening. But, yeah, I wouldn't say right now, look, I mean, look, the biggest takeaway, the big story tonight is Bobby Miller. Do you, can you trust him for 10, 15-plus starts this season? Is that something that is a real possibility? When guys get healthy, let's say Michael Grove, let's say Ryan Pepio, let's say some of these guys return, Noah Syndergaard, let's say these guys return, and yeah. they're, not, they're not effective. And what are fans going to say? Bobby Miller, he looked fantastic. He shined in his debut. Anytime a starting pitcher for the Dodgers goes out there, it is not successful. They're not effective. This is the start they're going to point to when you say, hey, Miller is the guy that should be on the mound. Noah Syndergaard is a guy to get you through the regular season. You don't want him throwing postseason starts. You want that to go to one of these. these one of these kids needs to step up. And so far, between the three starts that you can choose from, Bobby is the one that that stepped up and 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 uh, I don't I, 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 it's so hard to say he proved he's ready yeah because it's one damn start but he I guess we can kind of say he quieted some haters if we want to call it haters because it's not even haters it's the reality there uh, the command had some issues prospect talent evaluators for the last two years have been saying. Uh, the stuff isn't always there. The fastball, he relies on that too much. He was able to bully people when he was lower in the minor leagues, but you saw the numbers get worse and worse as he, he you know, kept going up through the uh, the minor league system, kept climbing the, the ladder there. Um, but you saw command. You saw poise. You saw him use a little bit of, of everything from his mix, and you also saw him get pissed at himself for hanging a slider that went for a, a, an Ozzy Albies double uh, that, I mean, it could have been a single, but David Peralta kind of booted it. But, uh, you know, Michael Hawk is in the stream. I got to throw that out hey, there, Michael guys. Hawk. Super chat, Michael. Michael Hawk. Hawk. Michael's high on Miller and drunk on Stoner. Wow. Love that one. So, <laughs> Cody Bellinger must be real mad. He just missed it. <laughs> he did just miss it. Yeah, no. And, you no, know, as, as you pointed out, too, the frustration that he had on the mound when he hung that slider, gave up that double, that shows you the kind of competitive fire that he has. I love the fact, too, he goes out there in the fifth inning, and you could just see he emptied the tank in that inning. Yeah. He knew that was his final frame, and he goes out there, 1-0 pitch to Hilliard. He comes back, strikes him out with a four-seam fastball in the middle of the zone. And I think that's one of the big differences that you see with Bobby Miller. When you have a triple-digit fastball, like I said, he threw 100 miles per hour more six times tonight, 99 or more 28 times tonight. When you have a fastball with that velocity – you have some margin for error. You can yeah, leave stuff really can. over the plate and get away with it at times. And I think that's something that's really important, too, to see tonight is that this is going to play up in the show. Then he comes back 
And he gets Olsen swinging with that slider down and in, and you saw the fire, you saw the emotion. So he had another one, two, three inning, got Acuna to ground out that inning. There's some really nice defensive plays. But, yeah, I think that's kind of the big thing for me is when you see some of these young pitchers, how do they deal with adversity, how do they deal with having base runners on and he handled it very well i mean you saw there in the first inning he was cruising gets those first two outs gets acuna to ground to third gets olsen to ground to first and he gives up that single to murphy and first pitch four seam fastball they were being aggressive against him early you can see that was the game plan for the braves braves and then o2 pitch to riley he doubles to center murphy scored there on the air it was charged as an error to rojas didn't really love the way that uh Will Smith kind of handled that, kind of goes with a one-hand catch, kind of goes off his webbing. But still, he comes back and he gets Rosario to ground to first. So one run on two hits there in that first inning on the end the air. And then I think that was really key. I mean, can Gavin Stone get a good first inning? I think that would change yeah. a lot. So you really get felt some, good about the confidence for him. Get some defense going behind him. <laughs> that would help. Let's get into uh, get into some comments here. Diane Schroeder uh, talking about Julio. Hope they're going to pay Julio. I want to see Julio get a little bit better. You know, you mentioned the uh, the you know you're, if you have the velocity, you have the elite stuff. You're able to get away with some mistakes. We're seeing Julio throw uh, slower, we'll say, than he has uh, in his career, and he's getting beat more. He's also missing more and all that. So I would like to see a little bit something better out of Julio before giving you know backing up that Brinks truck or whatever the hell he's going to get. JRM says uh, Miller definitely a presence on the mound so far. One start. There's a lot of lot to be excited about. But, uh, you know, so taper it a little bit, we'll say. Victor Fuentes, Bobby is our future ace. And I was going to ask you, hey, at this point, the him factor off the charts. Is this already a Hall of Famer? <laughs> is he already a Hall of Famer? Get that statue ready for Dodger Stadium. Retire that number 70. But it is time. It is time for him to get real number time. I always say there becomes that time for each prospect when it's time to get your real big league number. He's 70 now, of course. He's going to change at some point. I see him somewhere in the 20s. I mean, we saw we're at 25 at the at the minor league level at one point. So we know there's someone else wearing that. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, is he an ace? Of course, like, let's say he's not the best things in sliced bread. Yeah, you need to see him continue to perform. But yeah, there's to me, sometimes you just know when you see a guy and you can tell right away he has a very impressive future. He has yeah. that stuff that you cannot teach. Look, you can work with every pitching coach in the world. You can go to driveline. You can work with Dr. Pryor and Connor McGinnis. You're not guaranteed a 101 mile per hour fastball, a triple digit fastball. And also, too, I was so impressed with the way he uses breaking stuff. I think In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Curveball he used tonight, the slider. I mean, the way he got got Hillier with that curveball there in the second inning. So, yeah, he definitely has that in his bag. And I think he has the makings of a future ace. And that has been the conversation with Bobby Miller. Some people think he's a surefire ace. Some people think he'll end up in the bullpen because yeah. of his delivery. So yeah, those, there's the, varying opinions the on opinions him. opinions have been on both sides of the mountain, we'll say, for this kid. But, uh, you know, you mentioned uh the the coaching staff you also really got a this is a first round draft pick so you have to uh shout out we'll say the 
uh, I can't think of the words right now. Words are hard. I'm so excited <laughs> about so Bobby <laughs> Miller. But you have to shout out the the, the front office, the draft guys, the the scouting uh, department that went out and said, "Hey, we're this is the guy we want with that." Uh, what was a 29th overall pick yep. in the god awful 2020 pick, uh, 2020. Um, um, uh, MLB draft. Yeah. It, it worked out pretty damn well. You got both of the guys, uh, two big time guys, picked in that in that draft with uh, Miller and now Gavin Stone also in the rotation. So, shout out to those guys. They shout strike again. Yeah, I think this is one of those days department. where. A lot of everyone celebrates. It's the scouting department, it's the organization, like you said, taking it with a number twenty-nine pig out of Louisville in twenty twenty. Has that college experience, and yeah, also his family had twenty, twenty-five friends and family there. They were in attendance. They were making some noise up in the stands, and also too, I love the fact that. Not only was he going up against the Braves, that ferocious, that potent, that explosive lineup, he's going up against Spencer Strider, Mr. Fake Mustache, the guy that uh, is supposed to be one of the best stars in the league, and he outpitched him in his debut. So I thought it was just such an outstanding performance, so impressive by him. Also, the offense, too. How about this? How about the offense and the Dodgers' bats? Gavin Stone's debut, Bobby Miller's debut yesterday with Gavin Stone. They're stepping up, and they're giving they these are. young guys run support. Eight runs yesterday, eight runs today. Another fantastic game. How about Jason Hayward? Gets yeah. the home run. I mean, Got J.D. Martinez, going. another home run today. I think the offense, too, I mean, they were just pretty relentless today in scoring in a myriad of different ways, too. So, yeah, I mean, what more can you say about this kid other than the fact that sometimes you know it when you see it, and I think he absolutely has it. Uh, I'll let you take over on your show, but – uh, also, you mentioned yesterday's game that come from behind big, uh, big effort from the offense to pull out from that that four nothing deficit after one. And you know, Dave Roberts talked about that after the game. He mentioned the feeling of how important that game. Both managers were making moves to win that game. And he really felt that, you know, after losing three or four in St. Louis, not Arizona, but in St. Louis, that they needed to win that game. And. <laughs> You can take that two ways. It's like, how come you don't yeah. do that every time? Because you can't throw out a 162-game season. Some people don't realize that, but you can't always throw Evan Phillips out there for 162 games. But the fact that Dave went to Evan there in the fifth to, to you know, put out a potential fire that was going, um, you like to see that kind of urgency and also to not get his the kids kind of beat and beat down. Put, put in the effort to get Gavin Stone off the hook and eventually get that no decision and a, and a win. But I don't know. I just wanted to kind of shout out Dave. That's some, some really good managing on Monday. You'd like to see it more often. Reality, you can't do that all the time. But, Doug, do your thing. No. Find some comments. Oh, yeah. It's good in the comment section. But I think it's a fantastic. Oh, I got two on. super chats, actually. Oh, two super chats. We got to get more comments. <laughs> there we go. Not, we're not only just reading super chats, but it really helps because they, they, they highlight on the screen. Yeah. You can't not see them. Philip Blade <laughs> said, please, no more Thor. Let's see what Stone and Miller have. And then uh, Milo Hanger said, for 199, said, Captain Hook was foaming at the mouth in the fifth. Captain Hook? Uh, Dave Roberts. So we call him on the show. Damn. But yeah, look, I mean, he definitely <laughs> was. Look, that they had a plan for him. I haven't watched post game in like five years. I'm and the post game because people are doing direct <laughs> yeah, lines. You guys but are great. Yeah, Love we'll you do, all. Subscribe. Let's uh, yeah, let's laugh <laughs> these comments real quick. Okay, we got uh, Bobby has electric stuff. That's from Victor Banos. We got Rebecca. You can't teach the kind of mental focus he has. Yeah, one thing I want to point out too, Clint, was that first inning. You look at the hard contact. He made four barrels there in the first inning. That ground out there. 
by Acuna that was over 100 miles per hour. Lots of hard contact. After that first inning, just two barrels after that. So you saw softer contact. You saw him going with some of his off-speed stuff to try to keep hitters off balance and avoid those barrels. So I think that, to me, was one of the most impressive things was how he went to that pitch mix. And I don't know, man, if you have a fastball like that, you got a Lambo in the garage. You're going to want to drive that Lambo and to have the presence of mind to say, hey, I'm going to go with my other stuff and try to stay disciplined. Yeah. And I think, too, that really what this also illustrates is, yeah, some people point out that ERA at the AAA level. How wasn't very impressive. They look at that sub 20% strikeout rate. But you have to realize that with this organization, they're going to have you developed under their terms. They're not going to have you go out there and just try to dominate the minor league level. We know that he had the capability of doing that. But, yeah, it is one start. I think we're riding high right now. We will come down to earth to just a little bit. But still, I mean, when your highly touted prospect goes and performs like that, you have to feel good about it. But let's jump back into the comments section. I was going to say one thing uh, jump, to mention, go. too. Uh, Rob Hill, one of the, the pitching gurus on the, the Dodger staff, he applauded uh, Miller going through so many changes. Like, he's – he is not the guy they drafted. They put a lot of work on in on this kid. He put a lot of work into getting where he's at today, and it's showing. Uh, so there's, a, there's another guy. You know, it's a congratulatory time. If we had champagne, we'd pop it. But we only got Jim Bean. We only got Hornitos. And that's all we really need. Drink responsibly. Yeah, and I will <laughs> say, this was my favorite debut since... May 25th, 2008, and that was when Clayton Kershaw made his debut, of course. Nah. So, yeah, definitely this is something that definitely sticks yeah, out. But how about this? I mean, let's talk about this offense, though. I mean, you talk about this offense because... Shout out, uh, as I say, uh, as I interrupt you, Boomer Assassin said, uh, kudos to Will Smith for calling an ex excellent game. But not only that, couple knocks, couple ribbies. O Ozuna from the Braves watching him. Let's go. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, I want to see these dudes, like, square off in the octagon. Because I know Will Smith, he wants a crack at Ozuna. He's you can sneaky. tell... He's getting under their skin. And really, too, you got to love the fact that that really was one of the big turning points in this game is they intentionally walk Freddie Freeman to get to Will Smith. <laughs> big mistake there. Bases yeah. clearing Will double. Will loves making them pay for those. Exactly. I mean, when are these people going to learn? Do they not know Will Smith? Have they not seen the resume? Do you not see the highlights, the clutch prints? He's going to come in there and do damage. And then that's exactly what he did. So, yeah, big night for this offense, too. You also got to shout out Jason Hayward, a homecoming for Hayward. He absolutely obliterated that ball there. In the second inning, top of the second, just hammered that one, and Acuna didn't even move. I mean, I yeah. love the I love the freezing. You don't even <laughs> yeah. move. It's my favorite. And that was a big home run because you know uh, they had just tied the game. Dodgers take the lead. Braves tie it right back up there in the bottom of the first. So for Freddie or, or Freddie for Freddie's friend Jason J Hay to go out there and and get the Dodgers the lead again, get the kid the lead again, give him something to work with so he can feel confident enough to just you know keep on firing off. That was uh. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And that inning alone, to get three runs on two hits. You had the error there after after that wild pitch by Strider. Rojas was able to get to third. And, yeah, then Smith hits the big double. And, yeah, that really changed things up. Puts it up four to one there in the top of the second. So that really was the inning that kind of set the tone for the night. And this Dodgers offense, like I said, what I said on the postgame show a few days ago, Clint, I was saying, look, this team, they're the bullpen, the starting rotation, they're taking on water. Last eight starts, the Dodgers averaging less than four innings per start from their starting pitching. You can't have the bullpen covering 60% of your no. inning and expect to win games. I mean, you saw them, you saw the burnout in St. Louis. Yeah. It was painfully apparent. 
Yeah, and I think they took the memo and they said, okay, this is our turn to step up. We are going to supplement the lack of innings, the lack of distance, lack of length, and we're going to score some runs. And, hey, you score eight runs a night, you're going to feel really good about your chances. And also, too, got to highlight the performance of Yancey Almonte because I think, hey, Yancey Almonte, hey, Yancey Almonte, I, I just want to call him Yancey Almonte again. I think that's what it is. Yesterday he comes I in. I feel like whenever you do give him some love is when he starts falling off a cliff again. So maybe I shouldn't talk about him. Yeah. No, no. You, you give the people, give the people the dug they need. Oh, no. I'm just saying, I mean, I, I mean, he strikes out the side. I mean, it was pretty fantastic. You saw him hitting close to 97 on the gun. You're seeing the sweeper was effective. You got Rosario there with that, with that sweeper. And he strikes him out bottom of the zone. You see he gets Murphy with the sweeper. I mean, the sweeper is effective. Again, he also got Riley with the sweeper as well. So three strikeouts there. The Riley at bat, he comes back from down 3-0. So it's definitely a positive sign. Because if you look at this bullpen, you look at stock up, stock down, who's heading in the right direction. We know Evan Phillips. He's starting to look like that man again. Yesterday, it was the earliest he had appeared in a game all yeah. season. And that, to me, indicates that hopefully we're going to see the start of hopefully Hudson coming back sooner than later. And we can reinsert... Uh, we can reinsert Evan Phillips into the role that he's best suited for, and that is being that fireman where you can throw in any inning against any part of the order and go out there and escape innings. Yeah, like I said before the season, this bullpen could be really, really nasty. All it needs is some time. It needs some time to get healthy and get right. Uh, more time than we thought with Danny Hudson. Of course, they go out and sign Ken Giles. If you guys want to know all about the Ken Giles signing, this guy dropped a video on the YouTube channel. Check it out. Subscribe hit the, all the buttons, do all the things. Also, we got articles about it on the website, DodgersNation.com. Ken Giles, good signing. I don't think we ever see Jimmy Nelson again in our life. Um, Alex Reyes, best friend of Dodgers Nation at some point in time. And, hey, maybe even Shapey Fireisen, maybe a Walker Bueller. Just survive. That's all I got to do. And they're doing a good job about it. Uh, just need some more help in the starting rotation to get, get these guys some uh, – uh, maybe not throwing as much each yeah. week. And look, I mean, they always say hitting is contagious, right? But hopefully pitching will be contagious in this scenario. With Bobby Miller going out there, I think he re-energizes this rotation, re-energizes the guys coming out of the bullpen. And I think, too, that's really been a theme, an overarching theme for this team this year, is you have some of the most established vets that you're going to see in this league, J.D. Martinez, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, and then this young, up-and-coming young core that's really trying to find their footing. So, yeah, it's definitely... Um, something that's really that we need to just kind of focus on is yeah can we get that length from the starters but also yeah i mean talk about james out talk about some of these other guys we kind of not need to dive into but what more can you say this team now 31 and 19 i don't think anyone saw this dodgers team at this point being the best team in the national league this early we kind of anticipated maybe they were hovering above 500 for a while now you see them really getting separation against the padres in the division yeah they've had a couple of nice games, but still, I think this Dodgers team is right where they need to be. And as long as they weather the storm and get guys back sooner than later, make a move or two, there's no reason why this team can't make a deep postseason run. So Bobby Miller, though, hey, he could be a game three starter. Bobby Miller could be a guy that could possibly come out of the bullpen, and give you extended relief. I think you're looking at right now who are going to be the dudes, who are going to be those weapons that we can go to battle with. Gavin Stone, it appears that, yeah, he did have some pretty nice weapons. I mean, he had two double plays yesterday. I think the changeup is going to play at some point, but he has two big league strikeouts, and both of them have come via that slider. So Bobby Mill looks like he's plug and play. He looks like he's ready for the show, and I think it's just a matter of just continuing to build his confidence. You got something for me? 
I'm going to go back to back. I got two Hornito shot two taker Hornitos. Oh, Hornito ah. shot taker comments. The first one is DMAX number one fan. He's back again. Yo. He says, Braves need to put some respect on Will Smith's name. Happy to see him get that double. And then Troy Heyman over on Facebook said, Bobby Miller equals stud and a muffin. Hornitos stud muffin Bobby Miller. Shout out to you, Troy, and D-Max number one fan. You guys are the Hornitos shot takers of the show. That's, that's what Hornitos has to say. That that's is what's in. What that I'm appreciate the guys hanging out in the chat as always. Appreciate our Hornitos uh, uh, shot takers of the night. Appreciate Cody being a legend as always. Look at him. The glue to the show. Got the glue to the show. Haircut, got, got the little got the little quaff coming out the hat. What do you think, Noah? He's looking good, right? Looking sharp. Looking ready. You know, hey, you know Doug, I was gonna say Doug's looking ready for a nap. You should put on. You should put on the Manta put on a Manta mask. mask. You put on this Manta just mask. Refresh. And I'm gonna tell people about what that is, guys. That's Manta sleep. I don't know where I'm looking, but that is Manta sleep. I don't know. They took away my center camera, so it's just, it's kind of a lot. But Manta sleep. They make the, the world's best sleep masks and sleep accessories. So everything they do is to enable you people to have better lives through better sleep. The fine people at Manta Mask work relentlessly, Manta Sleep, work relentlessly to improve and optimize sleep that so you can have the energy to live your best life, which we all need to do in here. So check out mantasleep.com today to sleep better anywhere, anytime. Get your Manta Mask today, and you're going to use that promo code DN2023. Just go do it right now. Doug's mad if you don't. <laughs> I'll be furious. What? Whoa, Doug, calm down. Go get some Manta. No, I'm just kidding, guys. He's violent. He's violent. This is this is Manta sleep. Uh, Manta sleep. Doug's just sleeping in it. <laughs> there we go. That's the problem. See, he hasn't. He had, didn't bring home the sleep mask, so now he's real grumpy. He's real ornery. Hey. Doing a doing a seven uh, forty eight. Blue Heaven post-game crossover supernova event. (laughs) (laughs) Got to throw in a supernova. Uh, Swollen Sausage. Mac looked like a wizard. uh, Max looked like a wizard at third base tonight. Shocking. Max made some incredible plays. He helped out. um, Well, he made some plays he was supposed to, but also you you mentioned it uh, while we're watching the game. uh, Acuna, leadoff, cranks one 114 miles an hour off the bat. To Max Muncy, Muncy makes the play. He made some pretty decent plays tonight. I think uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's something where he's kind of wearing the fact that maybe he hasn't helped uh, Gavin Stone. He didn't help him in his debut, and he admitted that, and he ended up hitting the walk-off grand slam in that game. But Muncy trying to trying to tighten up the defense a little bit better. Shout out Muncy. Yeah, no, and they talked about how Max Muncy double too. I think. Yeah, Max Muncy ends up on the night. He ends up going one for five. He had that double. No, he had the uh, the single there. They get they got the base. They got the, no. That was yesterday actually. Tonight he got the double. But uh, yeah, Muncy definitely stepped up in a big way. And I think defensively too, he struggled with the backhand play. So to see him make a nice play on a a ground ball there to really help Bobby Miller get through that first inning, that was super super critical to the success that he had tonight. And also, yeah, you look at that first inning, 114.3 miles per hour off the bat. Sean Murphy's was almost 106 off the bat. Austin Riley's 112.2 off the bat. So, yeah, to escape that first inning the way that he did, it definitely kind of set the tone for him. And I think that's, look, I mean, you have a a young pitcher that has all this pressure on him, especially in this situation, to go out there and get out of that first inning and have Max Muncy step up. It was a, a beautiful thing because really with Max Muncy, you know what you're going to get offensively. You know that he's a guy that 
He's going to run to home runs. You saw he's one of the hottest players in the league at one point. But to see him go out there defensively, if he can just play at close to average defense, yeah. you'll feel good about do. that. It's all he's got to do. You're not looking for Brooks Robinson. You're not looking for uh, uh, Nolan Arenado. You're just looking for adequate defense. He needs, he needs to pick the bat up a little bit right now, though. But no, he, he needs to pick up the bat, but I definitely think they're in the seventh inning. An impressive at bat. He was down two strikes. He works it at 2-2, gets a single on that sweeper, gives the Dodgers another run to make it 5-1. to one. So, yeah, he's a guy that it's just about minimizing the cold streaks. You know he's going to go through occasional slumps. But, yeah, he just looks so much better this year. And just for him to have a nice, big defensive play early on definitely helped. Bobby Miller in this big, memorable, impressive lights out debut for Baby Bueller. I was gonna say Boomer Assassin says Ozuna wears a manta at all of his at bats. I was gonna say that was a funny. <laughs> that was a good that was fun. yeah. But on that note, huh. we have a super chat. <laughs> it's a super chat party. Thank Noah Ortega said Olsen errors and Freeman being beast. Braves regret not resigning. Miller is Rosario's daddy. Noah can agree that Syndergaard gives us Noah's a bad name. Oh. Man, look at that. Nice. My my favorite Noah of all of the Noahs. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I can't think of I totally listened to all the words you Noah, said. Noah, I don't know that many Noahs. Noah Cameras. That's my There's a Cameras at Noah Cameras. There's <laughs> yeah. uh, Noah Syndergaard. <laughs> He's a nice boy. He's trying his best. His finger fell off. <laughs> He's doing his best. He's <laughs> He's doing his thing. Deborah Young says, how do you fast forward through the commercial? Hey, hey. Put on your Manta sleep mask, and that's how you can pass. Ah, let's go. What'd you know? What'd you know about being a corporate shill? Um, Gotta keep these lights on. Adam eight one eight asks, "What's a Manta mask? Is that helps you sleep good?" There's, there's, there's like cold caps oh. and cold oh, cups. I can't and, be seen. I thought. Okay. <laughs> he's like, I gave I up on I wasn't it. Seen. Yeah. Well, uh, again, we need the we need the actual like camera where we can or the video monitor that shows us what everybody sees instead of just me on the screen the entire time but whatever you know we're not we're not here to talk about that let's talk you know i want to do i do want to talk to you i know you went in on it yesterday we've had more out of the azuna situation he didn't apologize if anything he doubled down he's kind of tripled down on it he gave out his hit list of all these other catchers who have hit who he says they move back. Why can't he move back? There was a did you see that god awful take on MLB Network today? I not. So so uh, a former big league player, I forget his name, he's an absolute nobody, but he says like, why can't Will Smith just move his head out of the way? It's like oh so my lord. So this guy instead of having one man change, he wants every catcher in baseball to uh, you know, catch the ball and also be able to, you know, pay attention to the game and also duck out of the way of a bat that might be incoming. That's the guy's solution. Shit take, dumbass take. What a moron of human being all the way through and through. But Ozuna, just vintage dumbassery guy. And I'm assuming the chat was very happy about him last night. Uh, no, we ripped him hardcore last night. I mean, I think the thing that really pisses me off is, like you said, not even just what we saw on MLB Network like you talked about today, but just the fans, just people in general saying that he should back up. He should back up. Did you look at the replay? He almost hit the umpire with his bat. He almost hit the fans in the third row with his bat. That's how long his extension was. So to say he should move back was ridiculous. If you saw the Braves series over the weekend, he almost did the same thing to hit two, two uh, catches for the Mariners. So, yeah, I mean, look, this yeah. is something that he consistently does. 
He has that long follow-through. And just stand there and not be apologetic. I think this guy, look, he's a known scumbag. Everyone knows that. I mean, it's well-documented. his checkered past. But still, I think Ozuna, he's a garbage cannon. Yeah, I think it was great to see Will Smith go three for five and do the talking with his play and really being the guy that stepped up for this Dodgers offense there. After Snitker and the Braves, they intentionally walked Freddie Freeman. So, yeah, I mean, if you look at the space that they're allowed – it's just something that is dangerous. You're talking about a guy in Will Smith who missed 13 games this year. The residual effects of getting hit in the head yeah. consistently for a catcher that's such a pivotal part of this Dodgers offense. Yeah, he had every right to be mad, and he said, you need to clean it up. It's not like he cussed at him. Yeah. It's not like he was... Incredibly fair take or fair point. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, you need to clean that up, and he was just sitting there dumbfounded, so... Yeah, I mean, I have no sympathy for the guy. I think it was just kind of funny. I mean, I love how the bullpen's kind of emptied a little bit, but I want to see maybe just a little more when you look at the history with these two franchises. I know it's not the Dodgers' MO to throw at a guy. I don't want to encourage yeah. that or anything like that. But still, I think Will Smith handled it very well. I think he had every right in the world to be frustrated. There, people are saying that, that Ozuna apologized right away. I mean, what's your take on that? So I my thought was that he kind of did. Maybe Will missed it. Maybe Will missed it. I'm not 100% sure, but it, it looked like he was like, you know, it seemed more like he egged himself on more as the moment got, uh, I don't know if we'll call it cooler or whatever, but he got in the dugout and he started explaining it, and it seems like he kind of got himself riled up more talking to his his teammate. But when he looked back and uh, after the the – you know, Willie got bonked on the nog. Yeah. Um, it looked like he was kind of like, I don't know if it's my bad, but more of a are you okay sort of thing. But uh, maybe Will missed it. I, I don't know. But I'd rather see, like, something more. But I could also understand maybe there's a language barrier with it. You know, definitely English isn't uh, Marcelo Zuna's first language, so maybe there was something that was missed between him and Will. I didn't. I, I didn't see anything that looked like he was like whatever to you. Yeah. But yeah. He, if anything, he he probably felt more attacked by all of the online um, jibba jabba that came out of it. We'll we'll say. But I, I didn't see anything that looked terrible. But I didn't see anything that really looked like a hey, my bad. Yeah, I think it should have been a little more over the top, especially considering his history. Look, it's pretty simple. He needs to adjust. He needs to do better. Marcel Obuza, you know, I mean, Ozuna. Uh, whatever. It's Ozuna from the Braves. Ozuna from the Braves. He's so Ozuna from the Braves. He's Ozuna from the Braves, right? So, yeah, I mean, I was disappointed in that. And I just love the fact that Will Smith got his sweet, sweet revenge. It made me think of what happened in 2020, his home run in Game 5. So, yeah, I mean, I think you're kind of moving on from this, but still, I mean, look, yeah. I mean, it's something that needs to be addressed. I think these guys could potentially get hurt. I'm, I'm, um, at first I was hoping there would be something, but I'm glad the Dodgers did nothing. They, they, you know what? The, the ultimate, uh, FU is to win the game. Ultimate FU is a dub. Make that a shirt. It's not a very good shirt, but they did that and they got a chance to sweep tomorrow with the ace, <laughs> Tony yeah. Catman Gonsolin. No, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And I think that's going to be big if you can go out on the road. Coming off that Cardinals series where you drop three or four and win this. This is a statement series. This is a statement series for this Dodgers team that has been reeling with the pitching issues, with all the injuries. So for the offense to get hot at this time, it could not have had happened at a better time in a better moment. But, yeah, just kind of wrap that oh, that Will Smith segment up. I mean, yeah, it just needs to change. I mean, I really just don't like it. I don't know if uh, 
if Ozuna was trying to back up Chris Rock or something like that a couple years later. I don't know what he was trying to do, but I don't yeah. man. I just what with the neon sleeve. The neon sleeve is so silly. I'm, I'm an Ozuna hater. I'm a certified Ozuna hater. It's because of the sleeve. Anyways, let's find a couple more comments that are readable. And uh, let's get the heck out of here because we got to go uh, celebrate with a nice uh, glass of Hornitos and celebrate Hornitos. A, a great start from Bobby Miller. But uh, a lot of people want to see Joe Kelly back. You're seeing that in the chat. Joe Kelly, They want Joe Kelly back. And then Bobby Miller actually got showered with uh, beer, uh, ketchup, mustard, and relish in the wow. locker room today. So shout out to... A Bobby Miller was a Dodger dog. Oh man, that is funny. But shout out to Bobby Miller. With a, he got a beer shower yeah. and a yeah, it gets a Dodger dog shower. You get your first wow. major league win. What what do you want? Uh, I don't know. I could probably phrase it better. But what do you want done to you, <laughs> man? I, any type of beer shower, any type of champagne shower. That's what I'm all about. I just always envy that that sting that they talk about on Let your it burn. eyes. Let it burn, Let it baby. Burn. How about a hornito shower, eh? Yeah, maybe a hornito so shower. A shower. The inside of your yeah, forget mouth. Miller left. time is Hornitos time. That's the that's the Jim, Jim Beam, Beam time. <laughs> Are they different? Is there a difference? No, I'm not even sure. No. Oh, uh, hey, hey, avid drinker over here. Doug Let's Mc go. Doug McCain. What about you, Cody? You you just won the big match. Didn't you win uh, the 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 big time Dodgers Nation basketball tournament event? That I did not win. Did anybody win I'm that? A, I'm a classic Buddy. guy. I, I, oh, would, I won't want Gatorade. You can go Gatorade. Go classic. Water's better. Yeah, water is basically would be shower. Just, just actual shower. <laughs> They're just like, all right, we're gonna, just going to shower you. What about what about uh, whipped cream? Let's go whipped cream. Uh, just that sounds be, like a mess. Yeah, well, that I, sounds awful. I feel bad for him because they put huh? ketchup, mustard, and relish. Oh, yeah. Who? That's kind of disgusting. What? Ke they put ketchup, mustard, and relish, apparently. Yeah, I mean. That's kind of messed up. Well, because they, they they haven't brought back the, uh, the what's it called? The, and the, shampoo. The, I don't know what that. I don't know. Well, they haven't brought back the, what's it called? They haven't brought back the onion thing. The at onion Dodger thing, Stadium, yeah. Right? Uh, they need that to do back? that. Yeah, bring back the onions, and then he could have got the onions as well. But um, that was, that's enjoyable, I guess. Yeah, what I, would you, I wouldn't want. I, I want an, an instant extension. That's what I would want. <laughs> Give me a contract extension. I don't think I'd want my jersey all messed up because I want to frame that thing, especially because you know every time you give a debut, you have the jersey patch that's just for the opening day for the yeah, debut. Really so cool. I actually I didn't know that was a thing until very recently. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of looking at a little fly on there. What is that? And just kind of figured out. I remember I saw Gavin Stones after his debut. So, yeah, I mean, you got to celebrate. I think, too, that's what's so cool about this team. I mean, you saw when Freddie Freeman hit his 300th home run, a little champagne celebration. So this team does know how to have fun. They don't dance around like the San Diego Padres or anything like that. But this team, when you win, they do celebrate it. So, yeah, I'm sure they're ecstatic for the guy. And hopefully... This is just one of many, many great starts in this young kid's career. But, yeah, Tony Gonsolin tomorrow, man, going against uh, Bryce Elder. Bryce Elder's been really good, man. 206 ERA, 52 and two-thirds innings, one of the biggest surprises in the National League this season. So he's going to yeah. be starting for the Bravos. He's going to try to salvage this series. Tony Gonsolin, though, he's looked pretty solid he's since he's returned. really good. Sub one and a half ERA. He's got that, the, you know, the stray cat strut going out there. He's a... Uh, Feeling peckish, we'll say. Peckish? <laughs> That's not the right word. He's feeling he's feeling good. He's feeling all right. Welcome to Catlanta tomorrow, Tony Gonsolin. So let's try to pick up that uh yeah. what how many wins does he have? This will be he'd be going for number two, number three. So he, we're trying to get that third W on the meow. Because I love the way he meow. posts it. You've seen the way he posts on his Instagram. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. So he says meow. 
you know, in but, the, he has the W's, yeah, yeah, yeah throughout yeah, the season. So. Great social media, definitely better than the Padres social media team, for sure. Oh, but, yeah. No, I mean, he went there. I think we have Padres fans in the the, uh, the stream. I love the Padres fan. Braves better. I do miss. I mean, I think we banned all of his accounts. Oh man. I had a block party once. Everyone <laughs> wanted me to block him. <laughs> Anyways, I guess that's about it, guys. Uh, again, we want to go celebrate a win. Um, Still doesn't really show me where I'm looking. But anyways, uh, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us on another edition of the Blue Heaven podcast. The first edition in a while of the Blue Heaven slash DN postgame show. Thank you for, for rocking with us, Doug, <laughs> or letting me rock with you. I don't know how this works, but uh, Time guys, life. find us on the Internet, DodgersNation.com. Subscribe to uh, our our podcast feed it's blue heaven podcast on all the spots where your podcasts live so go there do the subscribe leave a review if you can it helps us out it helps us out more if you subscribe to youtube.com slash dodgers nation tv or youtube.com slash at dodgers nation subscribe there hit the bell leave a like comment on every video and everything you see Really helps us out in the algorithm. We are Dodgers Nation on Twitter and Instagram. I am Real FRG on Twitter and Instagram. That guy is DMAC underscore LA on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for the comments, the questions, the super chats really do mean a lot to us. We will see you Friday back here for another edition we'll of be back. whatever this is. Bye. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.